तस्माद अशेष जगत है वासना तत्व buddhi vasanaha vasana means the causal form so in the waking state the buddhi manifests in the form of various thoughts in the dream state also it manifests in the form of various thoughts and the dream the waking arises from the deep sleep and then when the deep sleep the very same thoughts the buddhi must be in the form of vasana or potential <coughs> and therefore now wherever buddhi is there must be the reflection of consciousness because we find that in the waking and the dream state when the thoughts are there that is the consciousness is always reflected and therefore in the deep sleep also where the buddhi is in potential form in an unmanifest form there also the reflection of consciousness must be it's a matter of inference just as we say that there is water in the spot where the sun is reflected and so we will say that in the clouds where there is there are particles of water because the rain falls from the cloud and so all that water must be there in the cloud in the form of particles of water and wherever water is sun must be reflected or the space must be reflected sky and so therefore in the cloud also the sky must be reflected so what is the effect what we find the effect can be inferred be present in the cause effect is water and the cloud is the cause so the reflection is there in the effect it must be there in the cause also and similarly also we find in our thoughts the consciousness is reflected and then we say that in the deep sleep also where this buddhi is in the potential form there also the consciousness must be reflected <coughs> and therefore we have in the deep sleep state the potential of the entire buddhi with the reflection of consciousness meaning the ishvara hai the ishvara ishvara is the consciousness or atma reflected in maya and what is maya maya is nothing but the cause of the entire creation and what is the nature of cause the potential the entire creation in the potential form meaning all the the buddhi etc in the potential form the vasana form the form samskara and therefore what we find in deep sleep really is the total vasana of the buddhi with reflected consciousness and therefore we have what we in the indirectly what we have is what we call ishvara <coughs> so maya dinas chidavasah shrutav mayi maheshwarah antaryani ch sarvagnih jagadyonisayahi and for this chidavasah of the reflected consciousness that is reflect the consciousness that is reflected in maya alone is called mayi in the shruti mayantu prakrutim vidyat mayinam tu maheshwaram so prakruti meaning cause is maya and the one who reflects in maya is called mayi or the maheshwara and he alone is referred to as antaryami the indwala sarvagnih the omniscient jagat dhyanihi the cause of the creation and so what of things they reflect the consciousness reflected in maya alone in ishvara and now here the teacher proceeds to show the identity between jiva and ishvara in this sense then the deep sleep state now if you remember the mandakya upanishad in the fifth mantra the upanishad describes that pragnih yatra supto na kanchana kamam kamayade na kanchana swapnam pasyade that sushuptam first define the sushupti meaning the deep sleep state where there is an absence of dream as well as desire desires are in the waking state so that is not there dreams are in the dream state that is also not there and that state is called sushupti sushupta sthanah eki bhutah pragnana ghanah so pragnana ghanah or anandamayah anandamayah hi anandabhuk cheto mukha प्राग्न तृतीय पाल है 
सो दैट मंत्र डिस्कस प्राग है मीन्स अ डीप स्लीपर हु इज प्रज्ञान घन वेर ऑल द नॉलेज इज दर इज अ मास ऑफ नॉलेज इन द वेकिंग इन ड्रीम स्टेट द नॉलेज इज नॉलेज अपियर्स इन दर्टिकुलर फॉर्म ऑफ डिफरेंट वृत्तीज थॉट्स बट इन द डीप स्लीप स्टेट ऑल दो थॉट्स आर इन अ पोटेंशियल फॉर्म एंड दफर वी से दैट इट्स मास ऑफ नॉलेज and then thus having described this pragnya the deep sleeper the next mantra says esha sarveshwara esha sarvagnya eshom taryami esha yonih so sarvasya prabhavapya hi bhutanam this pragnya is sarveshwara is the lord of all esha sarvagnya that pragnya is the omniscient eshom taryami he is indwelling self सर्वस्य Jiva and Ishvara. Well, the same idea is taken here and is now explained because there the Upanishad doesn't explain those things. This text here takes the idea of Pradhyam meaning the one who is in deep sleep. So Jiva, the consciousness that is under the blanket of ignorance. In the deep sleep, there is blanket of ignorance. At the same time, there is potential of all the the waking and the dream states, and therefore. in the deep sleep obtains the situation of ignorance as well as the entire buddhi in the potential form and as well the one reflected there is called pragnya but the one reflected there is also called ishvara because there is no difference between the pragnya and ishvara and this is what this idea now that is being expounded in the subsequent verses <coughs> so is now in the introduction of verse 158 ननु धीवासना प्रतिबिंब ईश्वरत्वादिकुतिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद्धिद
So Anandamaya is the one who experiences the Ananda. Saushuptam, the one who is sleeping, meaning not identified with the gross and the subtle bodies. Prakramya, having talked about that, Shruti Evam Jagav, then the Shruti says thus, Esha Sarveshwara Hadi, immediately for the Prajna or Anandamaya itself, Shruti says, Esha Sarveshwara. Esha means this. Now that's the pronoun, Eta, the sixth case. I mean, first case, nominative case, and that is used for someone who is, who is talked about. So the only previous reference is to the Prajna, the deep sleeper. And then right away Shruti says, Esha Sarveshwara, Esha Sarvagnya. Therefore, it is the same one who has been just referred to in the earlier mantra, meaning the Prajna. So Prajna is Sarveshwara, Prajna is Sarvagnya. Esha Sarveshwara, as the footnote says, Esha Sarveshwara, Esha Bhuta Adipadhi, where he quotes from Bhuhadaranika Upanishad. There also a similar line of thinking is there. So Esha Sarveshwara, Esha Bhuta Adipadhi, Esha Bhuta Palaha, but better than that is a mantra of Mandukya, which says Esha Sarveshwara, Esha Sarvagnya, Esha Untaryami, Esha Yonis Sarvasya, Prabhavapya Vhi Bhutanam. So, Sushupta sthanaha, eki bhutaha, prajnana dhanaha evaiti ityadika shrutihi. Well, he says Nrathimha, Purva, Tapani Upanishad, or the Mandukya Upanishad also is the same. Sushupta sthanaha, eki bhutaha, prajnana dhanaha, anandamana evaiti, anandabhuk, ityadika shrutihi. Jeevasana, pradhimbarupasya, anandamasya, ishuratkvadikam pradhipadaiti ityasaha. So that Shruti says that Anandamaya who is Jivasana Pradhimba Rupasya, the one who is reflected in, in the Jivasana, meaning Prajnana Ganaha. So the, the consciousness that is reflected in the Jivasanas in the deep sleep state, he who is Anandamaya, he alone is Sarveshwara, he alone is Sarvagnya, Ityadikam Pradipadati. So Shruti in fact teaches us that he alone is Ishwaraha. So this is the Pramanam. When you say that Jiva and Ishwara, both of them are the concepts created by the Maya and the only difference there is in the Upadi, there is no other difference and this identity between them is in fact what is revealed by the Shruti herself. Because one is Karyopadhi, other is Karanopadhi. Jiva is called Karyopadhi, meaning identified with Karyopadhi, the individual ignorance. And Ishwara is called Karanopadhi meaning manifesting through the Karanopadhi, which is Maya. However, when you wake up, then alone the Karyopadhi is there. See, the waker is the one who identifies with Karyopadhi. But when I am in deep sleep, at that time the distinction between the individual Karanam and the total Karanam is not there. And therefore in deep sleep, I am Karanopadhi, because deep sleep is the causal state. And the one who obtains there, is in fact identical to Ishwaraha. <coughs> so is a nunu Anandamasya Sarvadnatvadikam Anubhavaruddham Vityashankyaha. He says, it is not our experience that Anandamaya meaning the deep sleeper, he is Sarvadnaha, Sarveshwaraha, that he is omniscient, omnipotent, etc. This is not our experience. It is not my experience that the one who is Anandamaya, the deep sleeper, is in fact the, the Lord and omniscient, Anubha Vridham. That definitely contradicts my experience. So how do you say? Iti Ashankyaha. <coughs> if someone says that, then first the reply is given in the verse 159. Sarvadnitva Adiketasya Naiva Vipradipadyatam Shrautarthasya Vitakyatvar Mayayam Sarvasambhavar This is Tasya Sarvadnitvadike Naiva Vipradipadyatam 
First, we have a dogmatic answer. Suppose somebody says, I don't experience that the deep sleeper of Anandamaya is Sarvadmiha, Sarveshwaraha. Then first, a very dogmatic answer is given. He says, Tasya Sarvadmiha that is Paradmi Sarvadmiha omniscient, omnipotent, etc. No Avid Pratipadyatam. That should not be questioned. That should not be contradicted or questioned at all. Kutaha iti. Why do you say that I should not question it or I should not doubt it? Because Shravutaidi Shravutarthasya Avitarkyatvat. Because Shravutarthaha. Shravutartha means that earth or the purport that is expounded by the Sudhi Avitarkyatvat is not available in Vitarga or available for any doubt. So what the Sudhi says is beyond doubt. So this is accepting the Sudhi as Pramanam. And so we accept Shruti or Upanishad as Pramanam. Remember, we don't question the statement of the Shruti. We take it what it is. So since what Shruti says is Pramanam, when it comes to revealing the nature of Brahman, nature of Jiva, nature of Ishwara, nature of Jagat, all these are the things which are beyond perception, beyond our experience, and therefore, there, Shruti alone is a Pramanam. If you are talking about something, which is within our range of perception, and if Sudhi contradicts that, well then we will have to question that. Which we do. Sometimes Sudhi also makes a statement which seem to go against our experience. In which case, those statements have to be interpreted in a different way, as we shall see. And Shankaracharya himself says in one place, that even if thousand Sudhi says that fire is cold, we cannot accept it. But when it comes to matters which are beyond perception, that Shruti alone is Pramanam. And Shruti says that this Pradhyam alone is Sarveshwara, Sarvadmiha and therefore that should not be questioned. Because Shruti is beyond questioning or beyond doubt. It is what we call Nirdosha Pramanam. The intellect of a human being is, is, is uh, inflicted by so many doshas or defects. Ignorance, Agnanam, Samshaya, Viparyaya, Viparyaya means opposite knowledge with pralambaha cons- I mean uh, with cheating feeling that okay I know everything aparatva karanam and maybe the perception these organs of perception also are not competent so incompetence and uh, cheating or deceit etc they are all the different difficulties or defects on the individual buddhi but Vedas are not the product of a human mind and therefore whatever they reveal is taken to be Nirdosham and beyond question. And therefore, Shravutarthasya Avitarkyatva. Since this Shravutarthasya, meaning that that Artha which is Pratipadita, meaning revealed by the Shruti, is beyond doubt. And therefore, you should not question this statement of the Shruti that Pradhyam alone is Sarveshwara, Sarvajnaha. Itopi Navit Pratipatthi Karya. Is that another reason why also? You should not question this or should not have doubt. Why? Mayayam is the Mayayam Sarvasambhavad. In Maya, everything is possible. So that's another way. So another reason that is given is that everything is possible. In Maya can make the Prajna equal to Ishwara. Anything is possible for Maya. And therefore, you should not question what the Sruti says. So what the Sruti says may not be comprehensible to your intellect. And that does not mean that it should be questioned or doubted. <coughs> so this is what we call an orthodox or a dogmatic answer, which nobody is going to accept anyway. But then this is the dogmatic answer. Immediately you ask the question, Nano Anukula Yuktiya Bhave Shrutihyati Gravat Plavakyavat Arthavarasya Question Anukula Tarka Bhave if this statement of Shruti is not corroborated by a suitable logic, that's called Anukula Tarka. It is not that any Tarka or any logic will necessarily go along with Shruti, but definitely there is a line of reasoning which is called Anukula Tarka, which is supporting logic. Anukula Tarka Abhave, in absence of supporting logic, Shruti Hiyati Gravaplavakyat Arthavarasyat. Even a Shruti statement also will have to be taken as Arthavada. What is Arthavada? Arthavada is that which does not have Pramana, Swartha has Pramana. 
स्वर्थवादी मीन्स स्तुति और निंदा एंड दैट डज नॉट हैव दी प्रावण्यम इन दी स्वार्थ सो इट डजेंट हैव दी स्वार्थ तात्पर्य स्वर्थवाद डज नॉट हैव तात्पर्य और परपोज इन इट्स ओन डायरेक्ट मीनिंग इट इज परपोज इन समथिंग एल्स सो वेरी ऑफन इन ऑर्डर टू एम्फोसाइज विद ही यू नो दैट यू मस्ट डू दिस वेरी ऑफन वॉट इज टू बी एंजॉय इज प्रोइस बाय द श्रुति and what is prohibited nikheda is something that is condemned by the shruti so this method also is employed by the shruti and these passages are called arthavada because they do not mean exactly what they say but they mean something else for example look at the footnote number 2 gravanah there is a printing mistake here it should be gravanah not gravana plavante but gravanah plavante ityadi vakya So ground and stones, stones float. They say, you know. So there is a statement in Sutta which says, "Stones float." Now, if you insist that whatever Sutta says has to be taken literally, as he just insisted, then this also will not be literally. The stones float, and that is not supported by logic. Now, the stones float is not supported by supporting logic, and therefore. Are you trying to tell us that all such statements should be accepted uh, literally? He says, "No. This kind of statement should be called arthavada." Says arthavada nama ninda suri bodhaka vachanam. Arthavada is a statement which is ninda bodhakam or suti bodhakam, which is tatpariya bodhakam. So arthavada does not, in fact, teach us the tatpariya. However, it only reveals the suti or ninda. Either extolling something or condemning something. Such a dvidha and arthavada also is twofold: bhuta arthavada, abhuta arthavada, bheda. Bhuta arthavada means bhuta artha. That which actually happened. Sometimes tuti or extolling is in the form of something that has actually happened or something that can happen. Abhuta arthavada, something that is not possible to happen. स्तुति वचन भूतार्थवाद है यथा वज्री इंद्र है सो इंद्र है वज्री वज्रम अस्य स्थिति वज्री सो इंद्र इज वन हु इज विथंडरबोल्ड नाउ दैट इज आल्सो ए स्तुति ऑफ इंद्र बट देन इट इज कॉल्ड अर्थवाद बिकॉज़ इन दैट पर्टिकुलर प्लेस देयर इज नो इंटेंशन ऑफ कन्वेइंग दिस आईडिया बट देन देयर इज स्तुति ऑफ इंद्र बिकॉज़ यू वांट टू कन्वे सम अदर आईडिया यूजुअली दे ऑलवेज प्रेज यागा so uh, there are statements that prajapati vapam udakshivat that is prajapati brahmani pulled out his fat from his thighs so why should he say this because this is in reference to a particular yaga a particular ritual and that is so great and the result is so exalted that prajapati is willing to even undergo the pain of pulling his own fat in order to perform that yaga so that is there is nothing but a praise of the yaga the tatpari is not in telling us that prajapati pulled his fat the tatpari is in praising the yaga and therefore it serves the purpose of what we call vidhi or enjoyment then nisheda is just the opposite of it so nisheda the ninda is for nisheda ninda is done if you want to prohibit something and stuti is done If you want to enjoy or motivate a person, <coughs> then pasaan arupa nauhuti dan vakyam yathar ayathar samodhatvat abhutar swadhe ki bhava. However, such a statement as pasaan arupa nauhu, a boat of the nature of stone, a boat made up of stone, now that is abhutar swadhe. So that also is called arthwadhe. That they say that by the name of Rama. Even the stones also float, so they say. And that's the story in Ramayana. There all the big rocks and mountains also started floating in water when they wrote the name Rama, Rama, Rama. So by Rama, Rama, even the stones also float. So that is the intention there. May or may not be floating of the stones, but in the in glorification of the Rama. And so. Therefore, there are many statements in this shruti which do not have tatpariya or the purport in the literal sense, but 
which convey the importance of something else. And therefore, maybe even the Shruti says, this Prajna or the deep sleeper is, Sarveshwaraha, Sarvajna, he is a great law, he is omniscient, etc. Maybe the intention there is in the form of Arthavada, meaning the Tatparya is not in its own, own statement, however, maybe it wants to convey something else. So you have to say, it is necessary also to categorize a particular statement as Pramanavakyam, Mukhyavakyam. There are many Avantara Vakyas where the Tatparya is not in their own state, own, own self, but then Tatparya is in, in to convey something else. So maybe this statement of the Shruti, Esha Sarveshwaraha, Esha Sarvadnaha, has the intention of conveying something other than what it literally means. Why can it not be Arthavada? So, says, if you cannot provide Anukula Karga or supporting logic, then that Vakya, which says that Pragnihi Sarveshwara Sarvanyaha, will have to be taken as Arthavada. It Asamkya, Shrutit Pramanya Siddhe Sarveshwaratvadika Upapadayati. Shrutit Pramanya Siddhe, to establish the Shrutit Pramanyam, the Shruti is Pramanam, meaning that that particular statement is, a, is, is something that reveals the truth and is not Arthavada, is not Stuti or Ninda. Sarveshwaratvadikam Upapadayadi Upapadayadi, Upapatti means logic or the reasoning. So here he gives the reasoning to show how what the Shruti says, namely Sarveshwaratvam Sarvadnitvam is reasonable. And so supporting logic is given in subsequent verses. <coughs> Says the verse 160 Ayanyat Srijate Vishwam Tadanyathaitum Pumam Nakopishaktaste Nayam Sarveshwara Itiritaha Ayam meaning Anandamaya, yet meaning Jagravadi, Vishwam Srijate, Shubhi Srijati, Tat na kenapi anyathaito meaning anyathakartam shakyate. This is okay. Now we talk of how is Ishwaraha, this, this deep sleeper, the Pragnya is in fact Ishwaraha. Why? Because this Pragnya alone creates the dream world and the waking world. He is called Cheta Mukha in Mandakya Upanishad. The Chetas means consciousness. He is the, the door of consciousness. Because the consciousness in the form of waking and dream, all of them enter into Pragnya. Or the consciousness in the form of waking and dream emerge from Pragnya. So Pragnya is said to be the door of consciousness. And so he creates in fact the waking and the dream worlds. And can anybody change that? This Anandamaya means Pragnaya. Yet Jagradadi Vishwam Srijati, that Jagrat Swapna, all this world that is created by this Pragnaya or Anandamaya, that Anyathaitum Puman Nakobi Shaktaha, Tanakyanadi Anyatha Kartum Shakyade. No man can change it. Or no man can undo it. Anyatha Kartum means no one can undo what has been done by Pragnaya. This waking world you cannot undo. The dream world you cannot undo. That shows that nobody has the ability to undo what Pragna has done and therefore he is the able one, he is the Ishwara, he is the Lord. Atahayam Sarveshwara Ittyarsaha and therefore he should be called Sarveshwara. Ishwara means ruler. So one against whom nobody can go and whatever he has done no one can undo and therefore we have to accept him to be Ishwara. <coughs> Now, Sarveshwaraha, Sarvadmiha, Eshavantaryami, for all of these, logic is being provided. Idanin Sarvadmiyatvam Upapadayati. Now, shows here the yukti, or the reason for Sarvadmiyatvam, how that Anandamaya is omniscient. 
says verse 161 Asesha prani buddhina Vasana statra samsthita Tavikrodikritam sarvam Tena sarvajna iritaha Asesha pranibuddhinam vasanaha Tatra samsthitaha Tatra meaning saushupte ajnane in the ignorance which is, which obtains in the deep sleep state. And what is that ignorance is called causal body. So, karanabhute. And deep sleep what obtains is the blanket of ignorance, which is a cause for the waking in the dream state. And therefore it is called causal body. So, in the deep sleep, that ignorance, blanket of ignorance that obtains, which is the nature of karan or the cause, in that cause, Karya Bhutanam Saraprana Buddhinam Vasanaha Samsthitaha Nesanti. All the Vasanas are there, which become the source, Vasana means impressions, which become ultimately the material for the waking in the dream worlds. So the waking in dream worlds, since they arise from the deep sleep, obviously deep sleep must contain the potential form the entire waking in dream worlds. Then we say that all the potential of the Vasanas of the entire waking and dream are present in the deep sleep state. And vasanas are whom? Vasanas of all the jivas are there. Because the deep sleep of one is not different from the deep sleep of another one. The waker I is different from the waker you. The dreamer I is different from the dreamer you. But the sleeper I is not different from the sleeper you. Because the deep sleep of a king the same as a deep sleep of a beggar. In deep sleep, everyone is one alone. Because there is no Visheshajnana there. What we have is unqualified consciousness. In deep sleep, an unqualified ignorance. Ignorance being unqualified and one, we say that in the deep sleep is a state where the vasanas of all the buddhis, of all the pranis, are to be found there because it's a causal state. Only when it becomes karya, then alone the differentiation comes. In the karanam, there is no differentiation at all. This is called agyakradam, undifferentiated. So when we wake up, then the differentiation is there. This is devadatta, this is yajnadatta, etc. But both, all these fellows, when they are sleeping, there is no differentiation at all. So in one deep sleep state, the vasanas of devadatta, yajnadatta, anybody and everybody are all there. And therefore, First statement is that all the vasanas of all the beings are there to be found or they abide in the deep sleep state which is characterized by ignorance which is of the nature of cause. The cause always is undifferentiated. It is the fact alone that is differentiated. Okay. Tavihi krodikritam sarvam vasanavihi Saram Jagat Krodi Kridam, meaning Vishayi Kridam. And it is from this Vasana alone that the entire creation emerges. The entire my waking in the dream and your waking in dream and all of them emerge from that, the deep sleep state. And therefore the Vasana that obtain a deep sleep state, from then alone emerges the entire creation. And therefore the Prajna, who illumines all those Vasanas, you know, is in fact the knower of all of them. So Prajna knows the deep sleep. Meaning he is the one who witnesses the ignorance. He is the one who experiences happiness. And therefore since that ignorance contains all the vasanas, automatically he also knows all of them. And therefore he knows the cause in its totality. The effect is all differentiated, but the cause is undifferentiated since it is known to Prajna. Therefore we say that Prajna is omniscient. Because the potential of the whole creation is there and he knows the whole creation in the potential form. Tena sarvudhivasanavad ajnyanupadikatvena sarvadhyam uchadityataha He is called sarvadhyam. Why? Because that, that sarva, 
the whole creation is present in the deep sleep state. In what form? In the potential form. And Prajna is the one who has his ignorance, which is Sarabuddhivasanavat Ajnanam, Ajnanam which is possessed of all the vasanas of all the buddhis. And that being the upadhi of this consciousness, who is called Jeeva, Anandamaya or Prajna, therefore he is Sarvagnaya. Sarvam Janatevi Sarvagnaya. And how does he know everything? He knows the cause and therefore the effect, since they differentiate from the cause, he knows the whole effect also and therefore he is said to be Sarvagnaya. <coughs> Now that's a big statement that I am in, I am omniscient when I am in deep sleep. Anandamaya Nanu Yadi Sarvagnyatam Asti Tarahitat Kutahamanu Hurade. The question is, you say that one is really omniscient, all knowing in the deep sleep state, then how come it is not being experienced? It is Asankya Tadupadhinam Vasananam Parokshatvatna Anubhavaha. The answer is that. Although the upadhi in the form of vasana is what? Paroksha. Paroksha means in a subtle form. It is not pratyaksha meaning not in a manifest form or a differentiated form. And therefore, you do not know that you are sarvajna because you are sarvajna all right. But what you know is being in a potential form and therefore you do not experience it. <coughs> because we call it an experience only when it becomes something very clearly perceived in our mind. And these vasanas cannot be perceived because they are in a potential form. And therefore, tadupadhinam vasananam parokshatva. Since all these vasanas which form the upadhis of prajnam, they are paroksha, meaning the subtle form, na anubhava. Therefore, there is no experience. Experience is, there is no direct perception. Just as in deep sleep, I am supposed to be enjoying the, the ayanda. I am supposed to be enjoying the unqualified happiness. But there is no knowledge of it. The happiness is there, but happiness is in paroksha form, meaning in a subtle form. And therefore, I do not have the experience at that time that I am the happy self. Even though I am experiencing, but the knowledge is not there. And similarly also, I know everything, I have the experience of everything there. Because everything is there in a potential form, but that clear knowledge is not there, because there is an experience of everything in a potential form. <coughs> And that's the answer that is given in the verse 62. Vasananam parokshatva. Sarvagnyatvam nahikshyate. Sarvabuddhishutadrashtva. Vasana Svanumiyatam Vasana Svanumiyatam Parokshatvat Sarvajyatvam Nuhi Since all these Vasanas are Paroksha, Paroksha means aspasta, meaning unclear, in a potential form, not spasta, meaning not manifest form, they are unmanifest, and therefore Sarvajyatvam Nuhi Ikshade. Sarvajyatvam is there, but then it is not appreciated. So the omniscience is there in the deep sleep state, but it is not appreciated because the vasanas are in unmanifest state. Kasantarhi tad avagamahati. If it cannot be appreciated, then how do you, how do you say avagamahati is knowledge? How do you say that this anandamaya is omniscient? How do you say that? It is asankyaha. Sarva-buddhi-shuti sarva vasanasu anumiyatam So here, sarva-buddhi-nistham sarva-gnyatvam svakāranabhūta vasanāgada sarva-gnyatvapurasaram bhavitumarhadi kāri-nistha-dhava-viśeshatvāt padagada-rūpādhiva-dityartha This is here anumānava, the inference. What is sarva-gnyatvam omniscience? Omniscience is the sum total of all the knowledge, which is in all the buddhis. Alpagnyatvam, meaning the limitation in knowledge is that which is known only in one intellect. But then, all the knowledge that takes place in all the intellects, when added up together, makes a what we call omniscience or sarvagnyatvam. So, 
For example, the properties that we find in the inner part must, be also, must also obtain in the clay when the part is in a potential form. It is like saying that if all the parts are in the clay, how come we don't see them? If all the ornaments are in the gold, how come we don't see them? Because all the ornaments are there all right. That's when you see the gold, in fact you see all the ornaments. However, the ornaments being in an undifferentiated state, Therefore, you are not aware of the differentiation. Similarly also, when the buddhis are manifest, because a new, nothing new can come out. Just as if the ornament exhibits some value in terms of shining or color, etc., well, that must also be there in the gold. And so, if the buddhis exhibit the omniscience, the omniscience must be there in the deep sleep state also, because all the buddhis are there, in a form of vasana or potential. So sarvadhyanishtam sarvadhyanatvam svakaranam bhuta vasana gada sarvadhyanatvam purasaram bhavidamarhati that buddhi karana bhuta vasana all the vasanas which are the cause of the buddhi that same sarvadhyanatvam must reside there also karinishtha dharma visheshatva because sarvadhyanatvam is karinishtha dharma karya is what? buddhi sarvadhyanatvam omniscience is Buddhinishtha dharma It is dharma the characteristic of buddhi, which is the karya effect of the vasanas. And so the characteristic or attribute of the karana effect must be present in the cause. The standard, rupa Rupa means color. That the color that a cloth has, you know, that must be the color of the cotton. So what color will the cloth have? The same color that the cotton has. So the color that is inherited by the cloth is a color from the cotton. Meaning that, that, that the patagada rupam or that color that obtains in the patagada the cloth is definitely found in the, in the karan which is cotton or tantu. And similarly also the omniscience that is found in all the buddhis must definitely be there in the causal state in the vasanas. And therefore, one who, who limits the ignorance can... ...undi sarvajnyatvam. First vashyam sarveshvatvam, then sarvajnyatvam. Sarvajnyatvam upapadya eshantaryamiri shruttitvam antaryamitvam upapadyati. So having shown by reason that this prajna or anandamaya is in fact sarvajna or omniscient, then the Sudhi continues to say, Esha Antaryami, Esha Sarvajna, Esha, sarve, Esha Sarveshwara, Esha Sarvajna, Esha Antaryami, the next one. It is Shrutyuttam Antaryamittam Upaparayati. It is not Chandogya but Bhadaranika Upanishad in fact, even though it says three Chandogya, so the Shruti says Antaryami and that Antaryamitvam is now shown by reason that he Antaryami also. The same Anandamaya is Antaryami. <coughs> says in the verse 163. Antastishthanyamayati Tenantaryami Kamvajede Vijnanamaya Mukheshu Kosheshu Anyatracha Antastishthanyamayati Tenantaryami Kamvajede 
antaryamitam vrajet. So who is antaryam? He saw in the earlier chapter also, dehadabhyantarapraha, pranadabhyantarammanaha, tatahkarta, tatohokta, guhasayam parampara, this krama or the sequence was given. So dehad abhyantaram pranadabhyantaram praha. That prana is something that is interior within the body, the annamaya. Tataha antaram manaha. With reference to prana, the mind is interior, subtler, controller. Tataha karta, even compared to the mind, the karta in the buddhi is interior. Tato bhokta, even compared to the buddhi or the karta, that is what we call the bhokta. Because it is bhokta the enjoyer who dictates, in fact, what the karta should do. So enjoyer wants happiness and that is how he directs the buddhi or the doer in order to perform various actions, to gain various knowledges, perform various actions. Buddhi in turn directs the mind to tell the senses to do something. The senses in turn perform various actions. And this is how the ultimate motivation or the ultimate direction comes from that bhokta or anandamaya. Therefore he is supposed to be the innermost and he is also supposed to be antaryami, not only is within but then remaining within he controls because his desires are those which are satisfied by the rest of the koshas. So that is it, vijnanamaya mukheshu, all these koshas beginning from vijnanamaya. So vijnanamaya, manomaya, pranamaya, anandamaya, all these koshas in which vijnanamaya is mukhya or the principal one or the first one. Kosheshu, this Anandamaya Bhokta is said to be within this, all the Koshas up to including the, including the Vijnanamaya. And he is the one who remains within them all and controls them all. And therefore he is Antaryami. <coughs> Anyatra Chaivahi, not only is Antaryami the indwelling self or the inner controller of this living being, but he is in the inner controller of all the insentient things also. Says Anyatra, Anyatra means what? Anyatra prasadhyaro pishtan yamayati yataha tenaiti anvayaha. So, yaha prasadhyam pishtan prasadhyaha antaraha yam prasadhi naveda yasya prasadhi shariram yas prasadhim antaro yamayati eshatayatma antaryami amrutaha. So we read this earlier. This is a whole section called Antaryami Brahmanam in Bhadaranika Upanishad. And there one by one different aspects are taken. Prasvi, Apaha, Agni, Vayuhu, Akasaha. Each one is taken one by one. First starts with Prasvi. Yaha Prasivyam Pishthan. One who remains within the Prasvi, meaning in the earth, Prasivyaha antaraha, one who is within the Prasvi, yam Prasvi naveda, whom the Prasvi does not know, yasya Prasvi shariram, for whom the Prasvi is the very body of the Upari, yas Prasvim antaraha yamayati, who remaining within the Prasvi controls the Prasvi. The one who impairs the, impairs the Prasvi from the Prasvi, the one on account of whom the Prasvi is Prasvi, or Prasvi follows its own dharma. Prasvi never transgresses the dharma of the Prasvi. And that means that there must be somebody within who controls. So, Vishasmad Vatak Pavade, by the fear of whom the wind blows, the sun rises, the fire burns, the Indra, the death, all of them perform their actions. That shows that there is someone who controls them all. And similarly, all the elements in the creation, all of them follow their dharma, their characteristic. They never transgress their dharma. The sun always rotates once a year. Prasvi always, you know, follows its own dharma. It supports, it gives rise to food, it nourishes and whatever. And so, there must be someone who makes the Prasvi do what it does. That shows that there is an antaryami or an inner controller. So, yaha prasvim antaraha yamayati. One who remains within the Prasvi controls. Well, he is Yeshate Atma. He is not in there. He is yourself, Antaryami Amrita. He is immortal self, who is indwelling self, yourself. 
Now, having taken this prithvi, similarly also all sorts of other elements are taken at the what we call adhibhautika level and then adhyatmika level also. Āpaha agni antariksham vāyuhu dyauhu ādityaha dishaha chandratāvakam ākāsaha all of them. Tamaha tejaha all of this is adhidaivatam then adhibhautikam and adhyatmikam. All these different elements that are found at the cosmic level, at the elementary level, at the individual level, each one of them is specifically mentioned by the Shruti and Shruti says that the Atma is the Antaryami or the one who remains within and controls. So he's antar- So that's what he said here, Anyatra Chaivahi and elsewhere also meaning Anyatra means Prasidhyara Uttishtam, Tishtam Yamayati one who remaining within the Prithvi, etc., and he controls. Therefore, so this Anandamaya, who also remains within the Vijnanamaya Kosha, and controls the Vijnanamaya and the rest of the faculties here, the same, his Atma, same Anandamaya also remains in Prithvi and all other elements, and controls them all. And therefore, the same Anandamaya is called Antaryami. <coughs> says Asmin Arthe Antaryami Brahmanam Krishnam Pramanam Iti Darshaitam Tadeka Deshabhutam Yovidnyani Dishthan Ityadavakyam Arthataha Anukramati Well again Yovidnyani Dishthan that talks about the Adhyatmika level There also is a statement from Bruhadaranika Upanishad Asmin arthe antaryami bhamanam krasnam pramanam. Asmin arthe meaning in conveying this particular meaning that this anandamaya is in fact antaryami. Krasnam antaryami brahmanam pramanam. That whole antaryami brahmanam in the section which describes antaryamitvam of atma. That is pramanam, that is the valid source of knowledge. It is darshaitam to show that that ekadesha bhutam ye vijnana Arthataha Nukramati. One vakya from that Antaryami Brahmanam is taken here. Arthataha and that, the meaning of that vakya or meaning of that statement is given here in the verse 164 to indicate that not only this particular statement but all the statements found in that Antaryami Brahmanam are Pramanam and thus the Atma or Anandama is proven to be Antaryami. <coughs> So one vakya is, is shown in the verse 164, arthataha. Natu arthataha. The meaning is conveyed here. Buddhautishthanantarosyaha. Buddhautishthanantarosyaha. Dhyamantaryamayate Ittyevam Vedena Ghoshitam Buddhautishthan Antaraha Asyaha Buddhautishthan, the one who remains within the buddhi or the intellect Asyaha Antaraha, one who is within the, within the buddhi Dhyā anīkṣyaścā, one whom the buddhi does not know. The same way as you said, yaha prasidhyāṁ tishthan. Similarly, yaha dhyāṁ or buddhau tishthan. Prasidhyāha antaraha, meaning dhyāha antaraha. Yam prasidhi naveda, yam dhihi naveda. Yasya prasidhi shariram, yasya dhihi shariram. Yas prasidhim antaro yamayadi. Yaha dhyam antaraha yamayati eshate atma antaryam yamrataha. So one illustration is given here, one who remains within the buddhi, of whom the buddhi does not know, one who is within the buddhi, dhyā anikshaha. Anikshaha, eeks means to see, anikshaha, one who is unseen, dhyā by the buddhi, so one whom the buddhi does not know, for whom the buddhi is the shariram or the upari, then dhivapuhu, dhivapuhu is what? 
एंड सो यस सर्वेशु भूतेश क्रिस्टन सर्वेभ्य भूतेभ्य अंतर है रिमेनिंग विद इन ऑल द बींग्स इज विद इन इज दर्वोस्ट विद रेफरेंस टू ऑल द बींग्स यम सर्वाण भूतान न विदु हूं द बींग्स डू नॉट नो यस सर्वाण भूतानी शरीरम फॉर हूं ऑल द बींग्स हैपन टू विद बॉडी यस सर्वाण भूतानी अंतर है यमायती वन हू रिमेनिंग विद इन ऑल द बींग्स अंतर है यमायती हू कंट्रोल्स एषते आत्मा अंतर्यामी अमृतः इज योर सेल्फ इज अंतर्यामी द इन डवेलिंग सेल्फ इमोटल सो अंतर्यामी प्रभाव से शोन हियर in in this verses here okay om purnamadas purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnameva avashishyate om shante shante shantihi शंकराचार्यदरायण सूत्रभाष्यकृत वंदे भगवतुनस्नो गुरुरात्मे मूर्ति भेद विभागिने व्योमद्याप्तहाय दक्षिणा मूर्त नमः